Can spiritual coaches grow six-figure businesses? If the answer is obviously yes, then why do so many spiritual coaches feel like nobody would ever spend thousands of dollars on a spiritual transformation? Maybe you can rationalize why people would spend money on business coaches because they promise money in return, right? But what value proposition could a spiritual coach offer that could merit charging thousands of dollars? If you're a spiritual coach and you've said these words to yourself, that crazy rationalization, you wouldn't be alone. This is just one of the many limiting beliefs that many incredible spiritual coaches have, and it prevents them from growing in their business, charging their worth, and even getting clients at all. This was the primary limiting belief that our guest in the last episode, Brianna Rose, had, and it is what kept her teaching marketing when she knew that she was meant for a bigger purpose. And if she was able to make the pivot and inject spirituality into her business, then so can you. Your spiritual six-figure business is just around the corner. I promise you. Hi, I'm Ina Coveney, your host. And every Monday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story. And then we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays. This one, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. And today, our focus is going to be three limiting beliefs that are stopping you, the spiritual coach, from becoming the spiritual leader you've always dreamed of and how to reframe them. This episode was inspired by our last episode interview with Kundalini business coach Brianna Rose. You can go back and listen to that episode when you're done with this one. Also, stay through to the end to introduce you to a member of our community, Joanna Fonseca Orvalio, who will give you her best business tip in our tip of the week. You never know where your next stroke of inspiration or your next coach will come from, so stick around and say yes to this new introduction. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while you're loving the fact that today is 11-11, November 11th, and you have wonderful plans for 11-11 this morning, head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Welcome to The Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose, to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. Okay, I don't know if you noticed before I mentioned that, that I'm releasing this episode on November 11th. So if you're a spiritual coach and you're listening to this, this is your sign from the universe that you're on the right track. Lovely, right? If you don't know what angel numbers are or why 1111 has any significance at all, 
You can Google it. You can Google angel numbers and why they're important. But in essence, they are messages from the universe letting you know that it's got your back. And whatever you're thinking of at that moment is going to multiply in your life. So as you listen to this episode on 1111, make sure that you have all of the good feels, hopes, biggest dreams so that you can multiply them. Okay. All right. I'm about to share with you the three most common limiting beliefs that I have seen spiritual coaches struggle with. And I'm going to help you reframe them so that they're no longer stopping you from becoming the guide that many people are waiting for you to step into. Okay, let's start with the one that I hear the most. Number one, that you can't charge thousands of dollars unless your program promises thousands of dollars in return. Okay, So you can understand why business coaches can charge thousands of dollars because they're promising thousands of dollars back, right? But what about spiritual coaches? Like, do they have to sell something practical? Here's the deal. This is the limiting belief that turns spiritual coaches into course creators, right? Because it's the one that kicks them into action, right? As soon as you tell yourself that nobody's going to hire you just because of the coaching, That's when you start thinking, okay, maybe I should create a course or a mini course or a video series, like create a tangible thing that I can sell to make me feel like I'm giving something of value, right? Raise your hand if you've been there. I know you. I know you've been there. Here's the truth, guys. People are not buying stuff. People are not buying information. They buy transformation. This is how you start reframing this one. So listen up. Suppose that you create that course, right? Suppose that you created that mini course and you're like, I'm just going to put it out there to give people value. I want you to remember that only 20% of people who actually purchase a product ever even open it or go through it. Now, listen to the rationalization here because it matters. This is what I want you to get. People who buy things for the thing itself, what they're basically doing is using the purchase as a placebo effect to make themselves feel like they took some action. Get me? So buying it, the act of putting down their credit card and buying it was good enough for them. They took action. That's a transformation they were looking for. They were looking for the transformation that said, I am an action taker. So they go and they buy that thing, which explains why 80% of them don't even crack the thing open. They already got what they came for. They're like, I am an action taker. I'm going to put down my credit card and I'm going to scratch that itch that I have. So people are not actually buying the stuff, evidenced by the fact that most people don't even see it. People are buying a transformation. So if you want to truly transform someone's life, it's not going to be through a course, like a package course. It's not going to be through like a mini course. That's not how you're going to do it. The way that you do it, is by working with them day in and day out, week after week, getting to know them, coaching them, and helping them achieve a much better place in life. You're not going to promise that they're going to make their money back. Nobody cares, okay? You're promising them that their lives are going to be enriched, that their relationships are going to get better, that their own thoughts about life are going to be more positive. And that they're going to be on their way to a life that is rid of negativity and the misery that they have been feeling. Because your clients are done being miserable. They're looking for the answer to the meaning of life so that they can crack it 
and live happily ever after, even when bad things happen around them. Now that's a life worth living. Can you charge thousands of dollars for a life worth living? Absolutely. You wouldn't be the only one or the first one ever to do that. So the question is, are you ready to step into that and work towards your six figures? That part is up to you. But now you know that in order to help people, you're going to have to offer a transformation and that cannot be done with little knickknacks that you're giving them piecemeal. You got to give them all of you. And that is absolutely worth thousands of dollars. Now, let's go to number two. Here is that limiting belief. By definition, people who need spiritual guidance don't have the money to spend on a spiritual coach. Okay, the premise of this belief is that only poor people are miserable. <laughs> My friend, as a spiritual coach yourself, you know that everyone is miserable. <laughs> if you know that there are millionaires waking up every day wondering how much longer they're going to be able to take it, right? You know that there's a market out there for this. There are successful professionals, like people who are making six figures in the business every single week, and they cannot stand one more day of living in a negative world of doom and misery. They want something more. They want to believe that there is something more for them out there. So your assumption that only poor people need you is just wrong. The old belief is that my people don't have money, right? Your new belief is I choose the kind of person I market to and the person I want to work with does have money to pay me. Do you see the difference there? So you're not trying to get someone who has no money to buy your services for thousands of dollars. You're marketing your service to people who have the money to spend, to invest in this. And you have full control over this. Now, if you want to serve an underserved community, then it's a matter of creating packages that are appropriate for them and for you without feeling like you're giving it all away, okay? At that point, you just have to figure out what is my business model, how much money do I want to be making, and who am I going to target this to, and what is going to be the most appropriate package so that you can make it to your six figures but you can no longer believe as a default that your people can't pay you because that's a showstopper right there. That's just a conversation stopper. And that's not where we want you to stop the business. Okay. All right. Finally, limiting belief number three, I'm not leading a perfectly spiritual life. Therefore, I'm not worthy of showing someone else how to do it for themselves. By the way, this limiting belief is not limited to spiritual coaches. This is a limiting belief that plagues every single coach since the beginning of time. I'll even put my tick next to this one. So if our lives, our businesses, our relationships are not perfect, then we must have failed at the very thing that we've been wanting to teach others. Therefore, even trying to teach it means that we are a fraud. Oh my God, the world might as well end right now because I'm going to break it to you. Not even our biggest heroes have it figured out. Not even Catherine Zenkina, manifestation babe extraordinaire herself, has a perfect manifestation life. All you have to do, by the way, is listen back to her first podcast episodes to hear the fear in how she phrases certain things, which is not the way that she would phrase them now, like seven years later, right? How she admits 
to failing to keep up with her manifestation practices, how she failed to manifest her first million dollar launch for two whole years of grinding day in and day out. Now, she's an incredibly successful person and I admire her 100%. I'm just giving you the example of somebody that I hold in very high regard and I still follow and I still find extremely inspirational and I do not believe is a fraud in the least bit. But she does fail. Every single day, every single week, she has something that she did not accomplish perfectly. Now, look at me. I've been teaching business for the past almost four years and I spent the last five months not even promoting my services, <laughs> okay? We all have things we need to work on so you can't have it both ways. You can't say everyone who is teaching without having it all perfect is a fraud and also admire other coaches who have made it even despite their imperfections. They can't both be true. We can't all be frauds and also be an inspiration. So pick the lane that you'd rather believe. Believe that having it all figured out is not a requirement to teach someone else have a better life. And by the way, just on a personal note, I always go back to this example because I just love this TV show. Have you ever heard of the show House MD? So House MD is Gregory House. He's a doctor. He's a fictional doctor, all right, who solves the hardest diagnostic mysteries. But his life is in complete shambles, all right? He's a drug addict. He can't hold on to a significant other. He's just not in good shape at all. But he stands there helping everybody else out, right? He's the best in the world at what he does. So should we stop good old Dr. House from saving lives just because he can't even save his own? Or can we trust that we can help people? And what we do in our personal life, in our businesses, has very little to do with the impact that we can make in other people's lives. Your clients know that you're not perfect. It's time to give yourself the same grace. Get off your high horse. Teach them how to live better. So I feel very strong about all of this, by the way. <laughs> Let's recap what we have for limiting beliefs and how you're about to say goodbye to them forever, okay? Number one, that you can't charge thousands of dollars unless you're providing some kind of practical value. We know that's BS. People buy transformation, not courses. Number two, that by definition, those who need guidance don't have the money to invest. BS. Lots of millionaires are miserable and they need you and they would pay for you. Okay? And number three, that if you're not leading the perfect spiritual life, then you have no business teaching it. BS. I teach business and I don't have it all figured out. There. Now you know. All right. After listening to this episode, by the way, Send me a DM. You know how to find me on Instagram. I'm at your engagement coach. That's me. Send me a DM. Tell me which one was the most powerful reframe for you. Okay? Your people are waiting for you. So stop BSing yourself and start helping them now. I know that you got this. How did that feel? Are you ready to start helping your people? I sure hope so. All right. Click subscribe on your podcast for our next interview episode with Tom Gaddis coming up on Monday. Tom is a coach and he left it all to move to Hawaii and start his own business. Now, it was rocky, 
But this is a great example of a coach who decided to live the exact life he wanted, even though he didn't have it all figured out. Subscribe now and listen to this inspiring story coming up on Monday. And finally, here is our tip of the week. Today's tip of the week is brought to you by Joanna Fonseca Orvalio on how to show your vulnerable self online. Here it is. So they say that 90% of success is just showing up. Is that right? We're here to find out. Hi, I'm Joanna Fonseca Orvalio and I'm a career coach who helps women that feel lost and demotivated at work to understand what they really want out of a career and get their dream job. 90% of success is just showing up. I would add is showing up authentically. I'm going to be breaking this down into three different pillars. The first one is commit to what you can actually do. I mean, show up regularly. So if you are on social media, make sure that you make regular posts and commit to doing them. For example, if you can only do three posts a week, then do three posts a week. But don't try to overdo it when you know that sooner or later you're just going to fall behind because what you're going to be doing is you're going to be telling your audience up front, you know, I'm showing up on these days so they can look forward to it. They can expect your posts and they know when exactly you're showing up. Okay, this is very, very important. The second pillar is show your true colors. So if you are all about funny stuff, do funny things. If you are all about emotional things, do emotional things. But do not try to do things that actually don't land very well with you personally, but you believe it's good on social media or that people will like. People will see right through it. So just be yourself. Behave, I would say, on social media the same way that you do in a group of friends, okay? This is my kind of golden rule. I will never do something that I think, wow, it looks amazing because actually it doesn't sit well with me. You know, my audience needs to connect with me they need to find some sort of similarity or like my style. So if they don't like my style, fine, they will not follow me, but I will not copy anyone else. The third pillar then is about being honest about your journey. I had numerous clients that actually they wanted to become coaches or, you know, entrepreneurs that provide a service. And their biggest hurdle really is overcoming the fact that sometimes they haven't figured out everything yet. Well, that doesn't really matter. What matters is you can help them. And this is where you're going to tell them, I'm here to help you. I'm still going through my journey myself. That is fine, okay? We all are going through self-development journeys at all moments of our lives because we always have something extra to learn and to develop. So be honest about that as well. Let them know where you are in your journey, what your biggest struggles have been and what you've made them to overcome. But don't think that you should just, you know, stay put, not do anything until you figured everything out. No, you can start now. You can start helping people now. Now is the moment. So get out of your comfort zone and get out there. You know, show your true colors. Show up regularly and let them know where you are in your journey. These are my juicy tips for you when it comes to show up and something that you can and you should do now. So I hope you've enjoyed it. To hear more from me, follow me on Instagram at findyourpassionnow. All spaces are with underscore. And I'm going to be sharing with you loads of tips to help you how to successfully change careers, okay? And you can find true career happiness. So I hope you've enjoyed the tip. And thank you and bye-bye.
Joanna Fonseca Orvalio is a career coach, and she helps women who are feeling lost and demotivated at work understand what it is that they truly want out of their career and to land their dream job. You can follow her on Instagram at findyourpassionnow, and you can find that link in the show notes for the right spelling. If you would like to be featured on the next episode, you can submit your tip of the week at theglobalphenomenon.com slash tip. Thank you for being here and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.